This is the Podfecta Podcast, the official podcast of the Podfecta Podcasting Conference. I'm David Hooper. At Podfecta Nashville 2018, we did an editor production panel, had three people, Steve Stewart, an independent podcast editor, Lucas Hendrickson, he's a journalist, host of the Jack Daniels Around the Barrel podcast. Also, Anthony Luciano, he's with Five Ohm Productions. If you haven't heard part one of this, that's the panel presentation. You might want to check that out before going into this section, which is the Q&A from the audience. Audience Q&A from Podfecta Nashville 2018 in our editor production panel. Should we open up with questions for you guys? Because I don't, I don't I want to know what we can do to help you guys understand how to do your thing better. I'm curious what the word edit includes. For example, sometimes my Everything. conversations are three hours. Do I then say, take this three-hour file and bring me back a 60-minute program? You could. Yeah, absolutely. If that's the job you're hiring, like I've been asked that. And if that's the job that we, you know, if that's if that's the arrangement that you and I set up, absolutely. Yeah, you could you could ask that. So you listen through it and kind of figure out where we went and then go, I want to pull this stuff out. And I would give that the name of a content editor. Yes. Okay. You will have content editors. They're the ones who review and they want the story to be, you know, move this piece over here because it really impacts the thing they're saying here. And that I don't do any of that, um, but I think that is something that you got. You work with somebody who together you yeah work on that. together we would so like like a like a client that I that I have now actually they were in the studio last week and what they're doing is they're actually kind of building a storyboard bullet point storyboard because um, they're going to deliver everything to me. Um, it, it honestly just comes down to, for budget reasons, um, but then that'll tell me exactly. Uh, to relieve the stress of, oops, I accidentally deleted something you really wanted in there. I didn't know that. You know what I mean? They will let me know exactly keep from this time to this time. So that's kind of, if that's what you wanted, that it, that again goes back to probably taking those, like I would suggest taking those notes or being able to keep track somehow, whatever works for you, to decide what you know you want to keep in that show. And then on our side, I that's where I would start. Be like, all right, I'm blocking this between one hour and one twenty, we're keeping that in, and I'm going to hand it over to my other guy who's just going to cut out the ums and the oops and the buts and the repeat questions within that time. You know what I mean? But the content that you specifically wanted in there, that's where I would start. Otherwise, you're handing that over, and it's becoming their show as opposed to your show. You know, if you expect them to take your three hour interview into and take it into a sixty minute final format, they're making those editorial decisions for you. Editor, and granted, the word edit can mean so many different things from from actual content and context to the literal technical again ums and ahs out of the uh, out of the process. So uh, you're going to want to drive that boat. You're going to want to say this is the direction I'm going to want to go with this with this information in this this interview. Um, give them as detailed notes as you possibly can, including time codes as best it works. Uh, have them drop out what you don't want in there, and then let them do their technical wizardry. For the most part, if you're doing this yourself, here's a couple of tricks. I mean, we talked about you know tapping on the mic to give you a visual cue of something that you want to remember for later. If you mess up or you need something, you know, just give yourself direction. Or if you hire it out to somebody, say, "Hold on." I need to go back and re-ask that question to you because you know here's where we want to take it. Or, wait, I just messed that up completely. Hold on, let me say it again. Three, two, one. Okay, well, what I was really trying to say was, or however you bring it back, start over again. It's perfectly fine because, again, you're a podcaster. It's being recorded. 
All this is time shifted. Nobody knows that you messed up if you cut it out. Nobody gets harmed. They'll be harmed if you leave it in, of course. So uh, I, I, I was talking with a guy who is an audiobook narrator, and the way he does it is as he's recording, if he thinks he needs to do it again, he's got a dog clicker. Like Boy, that. I'll tell you, that thing is a yeah, straight up and down line of the waveform. Yep. When you bring that thing into Audacity Audition or whatever, you can see that puppy and you know there's a problem. And give yourself direction and it will be fine. Your guest, when they're coming on, in fact, this will impress them. Tell them, don't worry, this is going to be edited. Just like Dave was talking or David was talking earlier, this is going to be edited. They're going to know that you're going to go back and take care of things. It's going to put them to, at ease. They're not going to mess up as much because when people think they're in the spotlight, they start to stammer and stutter thinking they got to keep the you know, conversation going all the time. But if they know they can stop and rephrase something, they're actually going to need to stop and rephrase something less often, believe it or not. So put them at ease. Let them know it's going to be edited. Give them a chance to rephrase things if they need to. At the end of the interview, say, hey, do you think everything was good? Is there anything you want to redo there? Do we forget something? They'll be more likely to you know, look favorably upon your show that way. Or they can re-record something and fix it up. Um, I'm one who does it by myself. And I get asked from time to time from my supervisor of who do you need to add to the team? And I have no idea. Um, who is the first person that you would add to the team of making the podcast? A lawyer. <laughs> I mean, I'm, that's that's the uh, that's the uh, that's the advice I give to to artists, uh, musical artists, or I have for years. Uh, just make have somebody look over um, the contracts. And and again, it I, I think David's uh, idea that, that one sheet he has everybody sign. Know that these three things are going to happen as part of your um, as part of your experience. Um, I think that's very valuable. Um, Again, I think editors. I'm not just right. sucking up, but uh, although I am a little bit, because uh, to get other ears on yeah. your content is paramount. You yeah. may think you have the greatest interview of all time, and then you realize you have somebody else listen to it, and they pick out the stuff that is less than great. And then you also, in knowing that they're listening to it as well, are a little more analytical about what you're getting out to them as well. So to have an editor that you trust and can do the technical side as well as the personal producing side of things. That's why Clark is such a great editor and, and producer as part of it because he knows how to work in just in the six months that we've been working together. He knows my voice and how we can kind of rephrase sentences to make it work better for me to just speak as well as getting to the story that we're trying to tell. Yeah, I mean, not to to my own horn, but I'd say an editor. Just somebody that knows, and honestly, somebody that you trust, somebody that you respect, and somebody that is, and I would honestly argue somebody that even wouldn't listen to your show unless they were editing it. Not somebody within your audience, because you have, like, you know, keeping it diverse and keeping it so separate, like, you have no idea what they're going to pick out and for why, and I mean, one of... Uh, one of our producers, she, uh, the cooking show, she is not a fan, but she listens to the entire thing once a week for me and picks out the times to cut it out, and 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 she she doesn't like that, and it's fine, like it is what it is, but it's it's good to get you know, and she's she's a twenty three year old girl, and and it's like and very different, very different age range, very different worlds that we live in, and she kills it every time, so it's just like. Getting that other completely outside opinion and a completely different outside of ears, you know what I mean? I think that's super helpful. And if they know how to, 
at least put it into context and helps you guide your story. I think that's super useful. I will say our answer is a little self-serving. Yeah, I'm going to answer slightly different. Okay. <laughs> if you were to start a business, what is the first thing you'd want to outsource? The thing you want to do the least or the thing that you're worst at doing? And I'll tell you what, most, most people start a business that's like an accountant, a bookkeeper. Because if you're out there creating a product, selling a product, over here is the bookkeeping, the, you know, the, the zeros and ones and the adding things and re, you know, tracking things. That's probably not what you like to do. That's what you're looking for. What do you hate the most? Some people don't edit their podcast. They just slap on the beginning and the ending and they let it go and they call it keeping it real. I disagree with that, but I can't do anything about that. I'll tell you why I disagree with that there later. There are 400,000 uh, things in, in <laughs> iTunes. There are only so many hours in the day and we all want to experience excellent content, do we not? Yep. Then, yeah, let's, do a, let's put some more effort into it. So a couple other things you can outsource would be someone to create your show notes. Obviously, transcriptions, these are time sucks. You want to be there creating the content. So you have to decide what is your, what is, what is, your, your time is valuable. What is the least ROI activity that you have? Outsource that to somebody else. All right, a um, uh, couple questions. Uh, number one, uh, what is a reasonable amount of time for an editor to take to turn it around back to me? What, what, what should I expect on that? I've never hired an editor. always edited everything myself. Two to four business days, I think, is a, a – yeah. I've got – there's actually – wait, Jody, what do you think? Two to four or two to three? Two, three. I've got – there's four editors in the front here. That should tell you something. Okay. There's four editors, so – I say two to four business days because here's why. Uh, you've got to upload the file to Google Drive, Dropbox, whatever it is that they're going to use. They need to know that it's there, of course. Then they got to pull it down. they got to get into the workflow of doing it. They could turn around within 24 hours. I've turned some around as in, short as, as in as short amount of time as five hours. But you know that there's time zone differences. There's people who like to do this thing called sleep. I love it. And so you got to give that the full day right there just to get started in most cases and then to return it back to you. You know, it depends on when it can get in the workflow. But that's what you want to do is always try to plan ahead if you can. The biggest fail I I had with the podcast that I was doing was I could not be consistent because there were three people involved in the process, me, myself, and I. And that those three guys could not work together to get it done on time. So um, you mentioned lawyer. What about professional insurance? I don't know how many people have it, but I was required to have it for one of my clients. Nobody? I, I, no, I, uh, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> it is something that will protect you from any type of um, libel or slander suit, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, wow. Um, I, yeah. Now I'm worried about my own life and <laughs> in, in another way. So It is um, relatively inexpensive, but right. um, I, I'm just... Now, okay, let me add, if, if, if y'all don't know, Jamie, Jamie was a, a longtime uh, Nashville broadcaster um, and still is, you know, in, in the traditional media world. Was that part of the stuff post? Yeah, it, okay. one, of my, one of my clients, one of the TV stations, one of the networks, when we signed the agreement, okay. they required me to have professional, it's what it's called, if you look it up, professional insurance that covers right. you. In case, you and, and I'm thinking it's... I think it's about $800 a year. Okay. Or it was for me. I just wondered if there was, if anyone. 
Oh, I've ever... got another question to follow up there. I mean, who's going to sue you for libel? That was my question. But they were worried that if they, you know, if I said something, if it was a company and I was critical of a company for some reason, um, that company may sue the TV station. Okay, but we're in talking about broadcasting then, aren't we? We're talking right, about... but it would cover for podcasting too, I would imagine. Well, I don't know. I mean, you've got FAA rules and guidelines over broadcasting that don't exist in podcasting, so maybe there's not that type of, I don't know, podcasting is more free of speech? I don't think that's true, but... <laughs> it's, it, it, yeah. it still doesn't... Anyone it, can get sued. It's, yeah, exactly. It still doesn't stop anybody from threatening you with a lawsuit. And again, I worked at a newspaper to start my career and you know, got caught up in the threat of a libel lawsuit one time, and it is a chilling effect until, you know, you realize, again, I was working for a newspaper, and we knew that our legal state was solid. Um, it, this is obviously a very different time. Um, yeah, First Amendment protections cover us here in America, but, you know, if you get from... If your podcast store you know, gets distributed into other parts of the world, obviously, well, it, they all get distributed into part, other parts of the world, but you get somebody who gets a, a hair up their posterior to kind of, um, they take offense to what you've said, and you end up in a, in a lawsuit on another part of the planet. Um, that said, you know, are we ever truly going to get a definition of what a journalist is in, in the country and, you know, what's protected and what's not protected? It's an ongoing discussion that we will probably never stop having. Yeah, and the people who, uh, the blogs and anything, when I searched for professional insurance, it was all content creators, it was bloggers, it was podcasters that were, were buying this stuff. Um, so I have a question, and I can uh, clarify this if it doesn't make as much sense. But if you guys are editing like a piece of content, like say an hour and a half, two hour long interview, and someone gives you like notes as far as like we want this, 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 do you still listen to the entire thing and pick stuff out for that as well? I ninety percent of the time, yes, I will. There was a there was a uh, the way I started when I used to do a lot of comedy shows, I would not. Um, just because comedians, that is, that is the show. The show is, is, is them, so they don't want anything really cut out unless they said something a little too offensive or racy. But yeah, generally speaking, I would still listen to the entire thing. And then what I would do is I'd go to your stuff first saying, yes, I'm going to cut this out. I'd cut it, and then I'd go back and listen to everything to, to make sure that it all makes sense in context with whatever story is being told or however you're explaining it. Ditto, I agree. If you give me direction, that's the first thing I do is get rid of whatever you say get rid of and make any adjustments the way that you say. But I will listen to every second because I work with people where the podcast really does serve their business. And whether it's them or their guests, they're not going to say, um, a lot. I'm getting rid of it. They, I, I don't have to ask them if they want it. That's just what I do. I imagine you do too. Yeah, Although there are times when you leave them in because it's part of the suspense or it just lends itself. To, it's part, yeah. The letter, um, starts with every, you know, everything starts with the letter, um. So, but, but yeah, we, we clean it up to make it sound more professional. We make people sound like they know what they're talking about the whole time, and there's no question. There's no question. But, yeah, you give us the direction, and, and you're paying us to do the job. We better follow what he says. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So just to piggyback on that, are you listening? Okay, we understand the ums and the ahs got to go. And, but are you like, if they're totally rabbit trailing? Not that they would probably in your professional business. I mean, how do you know? If it's totally irrelevant, then you just brain it in or, you know, like, because sometimes I'll go on and on. And if it's totally not relevant, we can nip it. But do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. So honestly, what I would in in my in my role, I would kind of try to set up. I would honestly ask you 
at the end of the day, if it's something that is, if I feel like I'm in my gut, like this is getting to be like a minute long rant and we're supposed to be talking about Star Wars and now all of a sudden you're talking about George Bush. You know what I mean? Like what is happening all of a sudden? Like I would just be like, hey, this kind of felt weird to me. What do you think? Here's a little clip of it just so you're on, so we're on the same page. And if you said, uh, you're right. Yeah, cut it. Or if you're like, actually, I, I really, then, you know, it's your content. I'm just here to make it sound good, you know? And from the flip side of that, while you're in the midst of creation, you know, start to figure out and recognize what your own patterns are. Again, I, I interviewed for print purposes and still do for the last 25 years. I can go right down a rabbit hole as good as anybody else. Um, it's it's now trying to put that mindset of you are speaking for uh, broadcast publication, get to the point of your story, listen and react to your guest, and also figure out you know what your voice is going to be and stick to it. Uh, be consistent on that. And it only gets better with time. It only gets better with repetition. And I'll take the last word is... You already know it was there because you were in the recording, or you should be. So we have no right to delete stuff just because we don't think it belongs there. You would have told us, oh, that thing we were talking about, you know, Roger Rabbit, take that out. You should tell us. Otherwise, we're going to leave it in there and then maybe ask you about it. But it's not our duty to be the content editors unless that's what you're paying us to do. And for me, I'm not a content editor. Well, we edit ourselves, and sometimes I'm like, oh, my gosh, my voice is making me crazy. I'm going to just edit. So I'm like, edit, edit, edit. So you guys have met Mike Stewart. He's back there. Mike, raise your hand. Mike Stewart actually wrote a country song about this, and it's called Don't Tell Me About the Labor Pains, Give Me the Baby. <laughs> I want you guys to think of that next time you're doing a podcast. That was the editor production panel, audience Q&A from Podfect in Nashville 2018. Steve Stewart, independent podcast editor. Lucas Hendrickson, he's a journalist, host of the Jack Daniels Around the Barrel podcast. Also, Anthony Luciano, Five Own Productions. If you've got questions about Podfecta, if you want to attend an event, if you want to organize an event, go to podfecta.com. You reach out to me directly, go to my website. I've got a form you can fill out. Your message goes straight to me. That's at bigpodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and I hope to see you at a Podfecta event soon.